Hello, my friends. And it is the last day of July. And I have some news that is um, very uh, difficult. My son passed away on July 22nd. However, God did a work, and I've sat and reviewed the thread of how he orchestrated everything for this time and season, and uh, it's been just an amazing journey, even in the aspect of him passing away. He was my only son and he died at 39 which many don't ever think their child is going to die before them. And he didn't get to live to old age but There were many things that were very positive in his life at the last, even though he struggled with the treatments and the cancer. He was very determined and had much fortitude in all of it. And I saw God work to transform him to a better relationship with the Lord. And that is what the Lord wants in all of us, is to have relationship and a better transformation in ourselves towards him and what we are to give forth in our image to others. So I saw the the work that he was doing in my son. Because a lot of young people see that they have to have a lot of things in this world and make a, a success and gather all kinds of things and to be successful and to make it and it's just it's a whole cultural thing that is just pressed on our youth and young people to be accepted in this culture and I saw that he had gone a little bit to that aspect in having things and being successful and and so forth so his relationship before this was not as deep or committed and and that is true for a lot of young people and that's not saying it was bad it was just you know that's how 
things are and I prayed a lot in that respect that he would find his way back more to the Lord and sometimes we don't understand how the Lord does it or will allow certain things so that happens and I saw in the whole journey and the thread of it how he encouraged and was faithful to us to provide and direct and then my son started seeing it and he began to search and seek more of the Lord because there were a lot of questions he had why is this happening and often we don't know why because we're not going to maybe know that Lord's not going to reveal that he's asking us to ask what would you have us do and where would you want us to be and so forth so he began doing that and we we began praying together more Um, he began to see the value that the Lord sets for us and not the world's value Um, he began reading the Bible more and the devotionals more and understanding that what you put in to yourself of the Lord's word it will come back forth out of you and just help you help you in all aspects so as the journey went on I began to see him even minister to me or say something very positive to me or watch what he said in context of his language and and um, he said more of I love you um, gave me hugs more um, began to even be closer to me as well as to the Lord so I would believe that at around the July 10th time frame he was even going to church with me and we went that Sunday and we met a man at a potluck after church and we were the only ones at the table and we began you know talking having conversation and of course everybody's inquisitive of who you are where you're from you know what's your what's your story that type of thing and so the man asked Evan you know about his um, life and at first my son was kind of hesitant because he didn't want to begin to say all these things that were present in his life but I said go ahead Evan it's okay and um, he explained to the man you know his situation with stage 4 cancer and he just 
got laid off at his job and he just didn't know where things were going at this point and and so the man just said you know that's just very interesting because um, he was a hospice chaplain and we didn't know how many more aspects of chemo that he had left to take and they had just switched him on to pills so we were starting a new um, aspect of chemo that we weren't quite sure of and he was on the fifth day of taking those pills so um, the man gave us the information of hospice and everything he said it was a good company and explained what everything was pertaining to it and um, so when we went home that early evening there was a problem after he took the pill and he noticed it right away and he began began to have a lot of pain and he didn't understand but he called the on-call number and he told them what was happening and the on-call person said don't take any more pills and he said I'll I'll message the the doctor and they will get you right in um, because it was over the weekend and so that progressed progressed into the next day and it got a little worse and they called and told him to come in well they took a CT scan and they found that he had a perforated colon so they rushed him by uh, ambulance to the hospital and I followed and he was admitted and uh, so he went on a regiment of all these medications and so forth and um, they couldn't give him anything to eat because he had to rest his whole uh, intestinal colon uh, thing and later the doctor came in and said well it's not needing surgery we uh, don't want to do surgery on a risky situation so he said it would probably heal on its own because they were small tears and that meant that you had to go on you know food must let your body rest and um, they admitted him up to the hospital room and he went forth and did everything they said and um, they helped him with the pain man- management and everything. So about four days, they began to try to give him a soft diet to try to reintroduce uh, food. He did eat a little bit, and um, so probably on the sixth day we they let him let him let him go home and um, it didn't get any better Um, in fact it got actually worse and uh, I watched my boy just get weaker and weaker 
in round probably the weekend Sunday the uh, discussion came up do you want to take any more chemo and he said no I don't and I said well then I think the hospice was presented before us as our option and um, so he said go ahead and do it so I called that next week on the Monday and I said to the agency that we wanted to consider being um, registered in and everything so they sent out a person I guess a day day and a half later and they did an assessment and then they ordered the records and got the doctor's orders and uh, it was a Wednesday and they called us right away after they got everything and it was the latter part of that day and they said we're coming over with uh, equipment on Thursday and we're getting right in there and I said okay so that happened and just watching my son just not do very well he hadn't eaten by then in 11 days he could drink but he just couldn't eat he wasn't didn't have the appetite so Thursday they had all the equipment in and they would start the program with him and have nurses come in and and so forth aides come in to help and so Thursday night we're we're just, just sitting there being with each other and occasionally talking and he looked over at me and he said mom I want you to give all your tears to Jesus because God's got this and I said okay son I will do that so by the time bedtime came about we we said our good nights and I was on the couch next to him so I could help him and he said I love you and I said the same and so about 3 a.m. the next morning I had a, a tremendous change in his whole being he started talking incoherently saying things that didn't make sense so I called the on-call nurse and said there might be something wrong and I said the last dose of morphine was at this time and could there be an interaction and she said well stop stop the dosing and wait until 8 o'clock so I did that and by 8 o'clock he was not good he was labored breathing going in and out of of uh, consciousness um, just wasn't good and I asked him I said you know if 
the nurse wanted you to take morphine, it would help you breathe and oxygen to also help you. And he refused them. He just said no. And he threw the oxygen uh, lead away from him. And I thought, what is going on, you know? And the nurses were scheduled to come at 11. So I began asking the Lord, you know, these these signs might be, you know, telling me something. And so I had my brother that I called and asked him to do a prayer over the phone with all of us, and he did. And uh, then after he did, my son sat up a little bit in the chair and he'd come back to uh, consciousness and he looked at me very determined and he said, Mom, help me. I said, how can I help you, son? And he said, I'm going to die and I want to go home to Jesus. I don't want this anymore. It was very coherent and it was very direct. And I said, okay. And I got the prompting to pray with him. And it was about 1030. So it was very close to the nurses coming. And I said, okay, son, we're going to cry out to the Lord. We're going to give it to him. And I said, Lord, you hear your son. He's calling out to you. He's crying out to you in his situation. And he's asking to go home, to be with you. And um, he didn't want any more of it. And I said, give him mercy. And don't let him linger because this is his request. And we're calling out to you. And so as I finished my prayer, I heard the Lord say to me in the inner ear, tell him I'll meet him and talk with him and not to be afraid. So I repeated what I heard and I told him. And as I did, he gestured his arms like, yeah, you know, yeah. And I said, okay. And um, he laid his head back down in the chair, and the nurses came then. And, of course, I told him before they got started in any kind of aspect, I told my son I loved him and that he was a good son. And uh, I didn't know exactly what was going to transpire out of all that. But I knew I had to say it. And as the nurses were working with him, taking vitals and uh, so forth, um, my my back was turned doing something, letting them uh, attend to him. And all of a sudden, the nurse said he's gone. 
and I turned around and I went, what? Yes, yes, he's gone. He had a heart attack. I was taking his vitals and, you know, and it, and it just happened. So I understood then that God had shielded me from seeing him have a heart attack. And his answered prayer came 20 minutes later. So I want to say that God is faithful. And he acted with mercy and didn't let my son linger. So, yeah, it's a transition. And we're in a transitioning year. And that was the end result of our journey. He did calm the waters. And my son is free. And the cancer didn't take him. The heart attack did. Because God provided it. As a means to take him home. As he requested. So often we don't know what the journey is going to be an end result and we want we want a good ending of victory in that he'd be able to stay and beat the cancer and and so forth but you know he has victory either way he's home with Jesus no more struggling in a new body and uh if he had conquered it, fine. That's victory too. But I, I noticed that he went through the whole journey with hope and fortitude. He worked the first year, I mean, the first eight months, or still worked full-time, taking radiation and chemo. And, you know, he, he just marched on forth and, and um, did well even though it was hard. And then the second round, he went down to part-time because we didn't know how intense it would be. And he still worked part-time up until around June 10th. And that's when the economic downfall of small businesses can, can hit and they had to let him go. So it just kind of filtered down in this pattern where things started slowing down and, and calming down and, and everything. But I asked the nurse, how long did he have? Because when my son was asked, he said, Jesus determines my time. So he didn't want to know. And so after he had passed, I asked the nurse, I said, how much time did the doctors give him? And she said, the reason why we came so fast, they told us three to seven days at the time they got the order. So my son died three days after they came. It was Wednesday they signed him up. To Thursday they brought the equipment. Friday he passed. So exactly three days. So I saw the providence in that because God prepared and paved the way 
for us to have the support when we needed it. And the threads of God are all the way through it, of him working and encouraging and being faithful to us to provide. And um, he didn't have to go to the doctor even to have the doctor to tell him that (laughs) because it was just all done prior to. So um, there was an ease of of stress in it. And um, even though it was quick and a shock at how quick it was, we'd asked for it. So I'm in a transition now as well. We were hopeful and he went through the whole thing with hope. And that's, that is what God says, is that he is our hope. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans that I have for you. They are good plans. They are plans not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future in me. And you read that and you say, oh, well, the cancer harmed him. Why did he have to go through that? Well, there were a lot of other reasons in the context of all that because he was really saving my son and bringing him back to him and and giving him a better understanding of what his salvation is. And so harm, the harm could have been that he went the other way into the cultural aspect and didn't look to Jesus as much and didn't uh, seek him and you know, so forth, and going the way of the world. That would have been harmful because then he wouldn't have had um, the strong relationship that we all need with Jesus for our salvation. So I saw this interaction working that whole year and a half. And it's his hope and future because he gives us the hope and it's his future whatever he sees for us and some are are healed and some aren't and maybe there's a greater reason to all of it that we don't know because it's the mystery that we won't know until we get there there might have been something down the road that would have been even worse um, I don't know, but we can't we can't go there because it's only in God's understanding, not in ours. So I just want to say that you know this isn't the end. He's he's happy and well and free of every struggle, everything now, every pain, and. I can rest assured that if he went through the whole thing with 
with us and being faithful in that aspect he's going to be faithful to me and I have to just look at that and say yes Jesus I'm uh, I'm here now alone um, he was my only child but there are things that you want for me and preparing for me and so I just go forward and, and um, you know rejoice that my son is with him and yes I miss him I miss him and I wish I could have had more time with him but I have the good memories and my son fought the good fight and he was he did well so through it all and it it reminds me of the song um, it is well with my soul through it all it is well with my soul and that's what it came down to my son's soul became well in Jesus so I just wanted to spend this time to have remembrance and and all of it and know that there's another chapter coming forth and it's interesting my last podcast was about I am God and it was scriptures of who God is and I haven't done the other half of that but it was quite intense there and so you know God is going to direct if you allow him if you surrender and submit to what he directs and you ask him and you're willing to follow um, because he does ease up the whole aspect of burdens and so I will give all my tears to Jesus as my son asked me to and I will believe that God has it because I haven't been here before in this and it's new and it's raw and it's like what am I what is my life now going to be because I was helping him and focused in that and focused in giving him what I knew of Jesus in the prayers in the and so forth and it was concentrated and now it's like okay well now what do you want me to do and um, I just wanted to pass that on because uh, it's a it's glorious in in God it's not glorious in man it's what he did through it all that it makes a difference in looking back and saying, wow, you were there all the time. And uh, so I want that as encouragement for anybody that's going through anything. 
and uh, rely and find your refuge in God, for he is your most high God. So I'm going to end it now and just say, may God's face be upon you. May he give you favor and peace and comfort. And look to him. In everything. Whether it's the outcome you want or not. It's not. He told me it was a choice between each person with him. Not between the people who are with him or love him. We want, certainly... A healing and certainly he wanted a healing but he did get his healing he's there with Jesus so it's not between all the other people it's between him and, and Jesus so I encourage you I ask God to bless you God bless you